Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The biggest sporting moments of 2022. Number two. As 2022 rolled around, the excitement began to build for yet another all-black season. There are a lot of questions left from 2021, and indeed a lot of scepticism around head coach Ian Foster. So there was perhaps no truer barometer of where this team was at 18 months out from a Rugby World Cup than a number one team in the world touring our shores. And Andy Farrell coached Ireland team that was fresh off an impressive Six Nations campaign was out to try and gain their first ever win on New Zealand soil in their long 100 plus year history. Pundits in New Zealand were split. Some thought despite the All Blacks inconsistency, playing at home was just too tall a task for the Irish to overcome. Others were convinced this would be the tour that exposes the New Zealand national team for all its weaknesses. In any case, rugby fans were first. The first test at Eden Park would provide the ultimate challenge for the Irish. No one had beaten the All Blacks there in well over 30 years, and this time it would be no different. The All Blacks would run in six tries for an absolute routing. The final score, 42 points to 19. Ian Foster had spent six months planning for that test, figuring out the Irish, breaking them down, and ultimately delivering a killer blow. Confidence was high from the All Blacks fans, but do not understand the genius of Andy Farrell. If it took Ian Foster six months to work Ireland out, it took Andy Farrell just six days, as the Irish stormed back to take a resounding win in the second test. Ireland will get it and they'll boot it into the grandstand. Connor Murray gives it off to Carberry. And a famous Irish victory. Their first against the All Blacks in New Zealand. Their fourth overall and fully deserved. It was the first win for Ireland on New Zealand soil and the prospect of a rare, extremely rare, series win against New Zealand for the first time in history. As the third test approached, fans were once again split, but there was one thing for certain. Should the All Blacks lose this, Ian Foster would come under extreme pressure. July 16 rolled around. It was Wellington. Wayne Barnes blew his whistle and the match was underway. Ireland had done it. 
beaten the All Blacks twice in New Zealand, won a series for the first time and cementing themselves as one of the best rugby teams on the planet. For the All Blacks and Ian Foster, the backlash was severe. So severe, All Blacks media made the decision not to front media after the game, prompting a public outcry from fans and media alike. Really disappointed. Um, you know, you can see that we have the talent and we have, well, we have the X factor to be the best team in the world. We've shown that. And the game plan isn't there. And that comes down to coaching. I mean, you you had a game before the second test where we saw how Ireland reacted and we saw how they would play, how they were attacking our defensive structures, and still they played the same way. Mm. And, um, you know, full credit to Ireland. They put us under pressure. They, um, you know, they made our first five kick the ball a lot. And, yeah, full credit to them. But at the end of the day, it comes down to coaching, mate. And like you, you said in your first statement, the New Zealand Rugby Union need to be bold. I mean, this has started when South Africa left Super Rugby. They were pretty arrogant. And, you know, they probably had the, um, you know, the fodder behind them at the time. But now... Uh, you know, it's, it's pretty embarrassing seeing New Zealand rugby in fourth, maybe fifth this weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, there's no answers. Two months ago, you invited us to ring in about how many games is New Zealand going to lose this year. Mm. I said five, two against Ireland. And after that first game, I thought, oh, I'm wrong. This is great. <laughs> I bet they're going to prove me wrong. And I was pleasantly surprised. After that second game where we didn't even know... I think the team forgot they had a back line. I thought, well, this third game's going to prove it to everybody about that the All Blacks used to be famous for learning from their losses and then coming back hard. And we did not see that, did we? It was... it was, uh, It's depressing. Right. <laughs> so we, we head off to South Africa. Oh, my goodness me. I, I thought we'd probably lose one game against South Africa. I'm thinking two now. It's looking grim. It's looking really grim. In some people's eyes, miraculously, Ian Foster escaped the Irish series unscathed and soon had to shift focus to the rugby championship. The job would not get any easier as they would fly to Mumbala in South Africa to take on the Springboks in Game 1. A cauldron greeted them as they ran out, with legendary Springbok Joel Stransky labelling it as one of the most amazing atmospheres he's ever been part of. It was amazing, you know, and the build-up to it was was just a special. I mean, all, all our friends in, in Joburg said, let's make a weekend of it. So so my wife was with me. We went along. We had, you know, we had dinner on Friday night and we, you know, lunch on Saturday before the game. And just the whole atmosphere, the whole e- event, you know, the whole occasion was just spectacular. And the one thing, as, as great as the atmosphere was in the stadium, and we'll, we'll remember that, the thing that stood out for me the most was the anthems. And 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 obviously, I mean, I love the All Black, uh, the New Zealand anthem, but... The, uh, the way the crowd sung in Kozi Sikileli and then, the, you know, the Afrikaans and English versions of this stem, it was just sensational. It, it's the best anthems I've ever heard. It's the first time, I think, um, ever I, in my in my being, you know, being at a test match that uh, in Kozi Sikileli has, has been sung by a rugby crowd in South Africa as loudly as they sang stem. It was it was just sensational. The All Blacks were put under immense pressure early and looked like deer in the headlights as South Africa scored in just the ninth minute. From there, it was all Springboks, with the All Blacks failing to score a try until the 79th minute, eventually going down 26-10. Springboks too good on the day and they get the victory and the first win in the Rugby Championship 
by 26 points to 10. It was panic stations for New Zealand. Foster and his men had now lost three tests in a row for the first time since 1998. Worse still, going back to the end of 2021, they had lost five of their last six test matches. Mark Robinson from New Zealand Rugby immediately flew to South Africa and speculation began to stir. Reports of Scott Robertson being offered the coaching job were circulating. Foster was under pressure again and it showed. Foster was on life support. He had one match to try and turn around his seemingly impending doom. A return fixture against South Africa at Alice Park in Johannesburg, one of the toughest places on the planet to play. But Foster's men rallied and got behind their coach. Even though South Africa made a host of changes from their win just seven days prior, the All Blacks were ruthless. It was arguably the best display of All Black rugby since Foster took over as coach at the end of 2019. Over it goes, there goes the siren. And the All Blacks have silenced the critics. And they've won at Alice Park by 35 points to 23. Senior players went public with their support of Foster and a man who was all but given the sack a week earlier was saved. New Zealand Rugby called a press conference to announce the news. But I want to absolutely emphasise going forward that both Ian as head coach and Mark as his own rugby chief executive have the board's absolute backing and support. What followed, however, was another history-making moment that left New Zealand rugby and Foster with egg well and truly all over their face. Two weeks after being re-endorsed as the coach of the All Blacks, Foster faced an Argentinian side that had also never won on New Zealand soil, coached by a man who had a long history with the All Blacks, Michael Checker. With a sense of irony, the two sides met in Christchurch, as the man who was believed to be offered the All Blacks job just two weeks prior was sitting in the stands watching on, maybe not physically, but certainly figuratively. And it was a disaster for the All Blacks again. Time is up on the clock. There goes the siren, and Kibbele kicks it out. Argentina win for the first time in New Zealand. The first win for Argentina on New Zealand soil in their long history. Not forgetting it was under Foster where Argentina got their first win over New Zealand ever just two years prior. So now here was Foster and the All Blacks with just two wins in their last eight matches. Understandably, the rugby public were at fever pitch and it nearly became so much worse when Australia were just inches away from beating the All Blacks in Melbourne four weeks later. Taken down by Barrett. Ball on the ground. And oh, the oh. Australia. The Australians given a bit of a hurry up here. But this will go out. And all they'll have to do is win the line out and hang on to it for a minute, even less. Oh, Australia's oh, taken too long. He's taken too long. That is massive. Akira Ioane. Jordan goes on his own, gets oh. the ball away. And oh. Jordan Barrett wins it for New Zealand. The All Blacks held on to win the Rugby Championship and the Bledisloe Cup, papering over the cracks of what was a very disappointing start to the 2022 year. It would culminate in a scratchy Northern Tour that saw the All Blacks get out of jail by seven points against Japan, escape a last quarter onslaught from Scotland at Murrayfield 
to win by eight. And of course, a complete boil over with 20 minutes to play against England, finishing in a draw at Twickenham. It was perhaps the most turbulent year in All Blacks rugby for the fans, for the players, and of course, for Ian Foster. Eight wins from 13 matches, with history-making results for all the wrong reasons. All Black fans were left asking themselves at the end of 2022, can we genuinely win a World Cup in 12 months' time? At one point in 2022, the All Blacks slumped to fifth on the world rankings, the lowest they had ever been since the rankings began. The New Zealand public have been so used to using the words domination and All Blacks in the same sentence for years, but 2022 threw up more curveballs than anyone could have predicted. For all the wrong reasons, the 2022 All Blacks season is number two on our biggest sporting moments of 2022. Yep, tumultuous, I guess, is the word that we can describe uh, the All Blacks season. And uh, I, for one, am pleased it's over. And I guess we can park our, our negativity or our questioning and just hope for a brighter, better All Black future come 2023. It's a big, big year for rugby. And um, not the great, not the great season we were hoping for, and I guess the great season that we're used to with our men in black. But we will rally, we will get behind them, and we'll cheer them hopefully to another rugby World Cup victory next year. Not in good shape, but let's hope things will get better. That is our number two of our biggest sporting moments of the year. We will have number one after the one o'clock news. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Uh, but before I do that, I want to thank Gull very, very much for their sponsorship of the show. They have economical fuel all over the country. They fuel your mission all year round, and particularly this time of year. Probably most people's petrol consumption goes up with uh, travel to friends and family and beaches and fishing spots and the whole drama. So um, thank you very much, Gull. You're a big part of this show. Gull.nz is where you find out where your little locations are. We'll be back in a moment.